I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome to the Linos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. So, boys, this past week, um, the Super Bowl happened. Who won? I didn't even look. It was the Ram Boys. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. I don't know why that gave a name to a, a computer part. For a team, but I mean, I'm glad for him, happy for him. <laughs> oh, the win. the Bengals, yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. The Bengals, they're, they're they're way too expensive these days. They got to raise the price on those Bengals. Yeah, they can't afford them anymore. How many anymore. Bengals do you have? I mean, I have at least four. I have sixty-four gigabytes of Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched the halftime show. That's the only, uh, the only thing part that I matters from the Super Bowl. Yeah, I've seen pieces really? of it. Yeah. It was pretty good, in my opinion. I thought I thought it wasn't bad. I mean, it was yeah. it was nice also, to see this some legends of hip hop up there. This isn't my joke, but I saw a pretty good joke on the internet today. So I'm not sure if you guys saw, but like during the thing, Eminem like kneeled to like you know for the mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick thing, and it, and apparently the NFL explicitly told him not to do that, which is funny because one, why the fuck would he listen to you? Because I'm not sure if you guys know this, the Super Bowl halftime performers don't get paid; they Excuse pay me? to be there. What? That is actually. Wait, they they yes, pay? the artists pay to be there. That's um, crazy. So first of all, they weren't paying this man, and second of all, and this once again, this is the joke I did not write myself, but it is hilarious. They actually told the real Slim Shady to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Where do you? What are you thinking? You thought right. that was gonna work? <laughs> My question is, why don't you think Eminem would listen to anything you exactly. had to say? He is known for being a, like a, a rule breaker his whole life. And all of a sudden, you're just like, who listen to me? A man who's not paying him. <laughs> the man would not be Max in Mad Max because he wouldn't leave his house. Exactly. You know? Like, we're talking about this kind of man. He doesn't care. Which is funny because they could probably accurately film Mad Max in regular Detroit. <laughs> so I don't even know yeah. why he was that concerned with it. Just spritz with sand on the ground. Be yeah. You're all right. Um, I is so that's why he was kneeling. I didn't know that. I thought he was just kneeling to kneel because he's he's just doing that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure he was going to do it anyway. And then the NFL mm. probably anticipated that, and they were like, "Well, don't do mm. it." And then he's like, "Well, I'm going to do it anyway because <laughs> I'm not being paid, and I don't care even if I was." So that is a horrifying revelation. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, apparently, like the artist paid. Like, apparently, the whole halftime show this year was paid for by Dr. Dre. Wow. Yeah. Huh? Because apparently, most artists see like an incredible amount of revenue like increase after they perform at the Super Bowl. So they like imagine, they yeah. front the cost for it and then they make that up. So I don't know. It still seems weird. I still feel like the NFL, the multi billion dollar corporation, should probably pay the people who come to the Super Bowl. But whatever. Right. Fuck me. You can't even say the word Super Bowl in an ad apparently. Right. 
Bowls, yeah. which I never noticed. I never noticed that until two years ago that no ad said Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the big game. It's the big like, game. I saw when I was watching this that you that discussion of the things that happen at the Super Bowl are forbidden without the explicit consent of the NFL. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? <laughs> what does that mean? If I tell somebody the score, you're going to arrest me? Yeah. Get DMCA. <laughs> How dare you? I, fucking weird, man. And But I remember the only thing that I, saw, I remember from the, the halftime show is one, uh, 50 Cent. As he's getting old. <laughs> he's getting, he's getting a little old. old. He's getting a little, little chunky. Well, yeah. I mean, he was rapping from the ceiling to begin yeah, with. He was pretty upside down. So. How long was he up there before he got... I know. That's my question. <laughs> was it like 10 seconds or 30 minutes? I don't know. I think it wasn't even planned. Like, 50 minutes wasn't even supposed to be there. He just came in upside down and they were like, Mary G. Blige was like, okay. Okay, cool. Let him on. Yeah. And I saw also also there was like a a, a a picture like a split second where where Snoop Dogg is taking it he's, he's puffing on a joint obviously and like oh my god he was doing drugs Snoop Dogg doing right. drugs <laughs> that's hilarious that you thought Snoop Dogg was gonna stop doing drugs for the Super Bowl yeah. and I saw a photo a guy of... whose whole persona is I do drugs exactly and I saw a photo of the whole lineup. And Kendrick Lamar was like a good foot and a half shorter than everybody else on stage. And yes. I, was like, I never knew he was that short before. I knew he was a shorter guy, but man, he was also all the people on stage besides Mary J. Blige were all six feet tall. So I guess that doesn't help. That's but true. Marcus would hate that stage. Listen, Marcus, would, yeah. Marcus would I would, I would so at least upset. be number three tallest person. Okay. Yeah, probably. You're above Kendrick, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige. I don't know if he's taller than Eminem. I don't know if Marcus is taller than him. I, I, I definitely. Yeah, Eminem's like an average high, like 5'10 guy, right? Like, I mean, he's totally pretty much the let's see. standard okay, yeah, white male he's, height. He's standard. Okay, I thought he was a little taller than that. Oh, well. But yeah. Okay, Marcus. He'd be, he'd be yeah. number three. Yeah, probably. I know. Thank you. So... Uh, but yeah, that was. I thought it was a pretty cool performance overall. It I mean didn't like you know blow my mind or anything, but it was nice to hear a medley of some some great hits from some legends. You know, yeah, right. That's good. Solid. Nice throwback for the years that yeah. we've had so far. <laughs> <laughs> you no kidding. It was very bizarre to hear Fifty Cent, you know, rapping after how long has it been since he was relevant? You know, yeah. I'm not saying he's irrelevant. <laughs> but... His grandma told him to take out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say ever since uh, vitamin water exploded, but I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> vitamin water. Uh, I was going to say Tropic Thunder, but yeah, yeah, that was probably less recent than those two things. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like 2000 and what? Eight or and something? And it's funny Tropic because the, the character in Tropic Thunder, who's like the rapper, is promoting an mm. uh, energy drink called Booty Sweat. So it's yep. like, and it just happens <laughs> oh. immediately after with your two cent and vitamin water. That is true. And vitamin water is basically booty sweat, so it, uh, it all works out. I, I've always wondered. I've always wondered what the link was between fifty cent and vitamin water. He, he was it just money? Yeah, yeah it's money. money. I think yeah. he owns like shares, and like it blew up at that time, and he was like, "Oh, nice." He's like, "How'd they think of this? Putting vitamins in water? Damn, <laughs> this is cool." Right. He did a few commercials, and he's yeah. fucking done. You got a point because, like Dr. Dre, his business makes sense because it's headphones and he's a musician. But Fifty Cent's just like uh, water. That we we did this thing and we made water good for you. 
We put it in a bottle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Put a little color in there. Yeah. Which is, of course, good for and you. It, it gotta be good for you. And it tastes better than water. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> does Better water. Um, what if they just called it better water? It might have worked. Better water. Yeah, maybe so. Listen. Yeah, water listen. 2. There's still a market for it. Let's do it. Olenio's water. Yeah. H2O2. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. Nope. Wait, no. Nope. This is bad. Nope. Take it back. That probably... That probably kills you or some shit. It does. Get. I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, I I was always. Did you, did you guys ever play his video games? I never played them, but I've seen several I heard, clips. I heard about Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand. <laughs> Blood on the Sand is a good oh, video game. Oh. Fight me. The problem with those games is that when you're playing a Fifty Cent, bitch took my skull. You can get Sorry. shot fifty times before you die. But mm-hmm. the the thing is. Why didn't they make it seven times? Why wasn't it always you could always <laughs> had seven HP? That would be a hilarious way to make a fifty cent game. Oh man! Or was it eight? All members did get shot. Nine. Was nine times. Nine, I know fifty yeah. cent got shot. I'd rather die than get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that you could play as other members of G Unit in the second one. And also, they were also your buddies. They would run around and all, like, co-op with you, essentially. Yeah. And there, he could take a rocket launcher to the chest and be fine. He was okay. Yeah. It didn't matter. That's only one HP. But he drinks all that vitamin water. If, if you bought, if you bought certain skills, you could like melee enemies to death. And when you did a kill animation on a guy, you would teleport to the fitty zone, which is like this <laughs> blank space with just you and this guy. And then he would do some crazy fucking murderization of this man. And it was always hilarious. That's insane. Oh, I'm going to make a fanfic of um, Yu-Gi-Oh where that's the shadow zone. <laughs> you send Kaiba there and he just has to face if he sent one-on-one. <laughs> Going to the fitty realm. Oh, man. That'd be hilarious. But, uh, back at Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Fast. So, have y'all heard about the, the trucker protests happening in Canada? A little bit. They're, like, mad about vaccine mandates, and that's pretty much it, just vaccine yeah. mandates. And they, they're running around blocking roads with their trucks and all this kind of shit, trying trying to, to stop commerce, which is a good, a pretty good idea if you were doing it for a better purpose. Yeah. It'd be a great plan. Of course, if you were trying to, I don't know, protest capitalism, they'd probably send in the fucking jet fighters and blow your asses to hell yeah. immediately. They'd just burn you they alive in the street. Yeah, there wouldn't even be any, like, oh, we gotta negotiate. No, it'd be your fucking super dead. They were going to do that for the Super Bowl. They wanted to like try and block the Super Bowl stadium with, with convoys and trucks. Never happened, obviously. But I was just trying to imagine the, the what that would look like. They would just parachute the players in from, from <laughs> <laughs> airplanes. I just, I'm just trying to imagine... Like, what is is there a world where truckers do descend on the Super Bowl and block it off with trucks and they don't get killed immediately? No, I, I, I think, think they would actually is. get killed faster than if they said something about capitalism. <laughs> I think that would be a much swifter justice. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You can't you can't you can't fuck with football in America. That's insane, though. Like, how are how are all these activists doing all the right things for all the wrong reasons? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they just did something, if they just had a, a smarter cause, I could be right behind them. But I mean, I, f- I feel like at this point, we should all just put on the fucking red hats and guide them in the right direction. Just, ah, just, mm. so, mm. Uh, what is it? Don the, the skin of your enemy. 
Yes. I mean, they do it to us all the time. So. That's. You're not wrong, Mark. Come on. Come on. I mean, yeah, Cointel Pro has been going. We know, never, never stops since the 60s. There's fucking cops in every left organization in America causing shit and, and not even doing shit that's like, that's like, oh, these guys are obviously cops. They, they, they Now they show up and they're just like, hey, guys, why are there not wheelchair accessible ramps to this room and just cause the meeting to devolve into fucking bullshit for 45 minutes? Nothing gets done. And it's do that every week until, until everyone goes home and doesn't try anymore because they're fucking bored. Yeah. It's just super easy tactics at this point. The truckers, however, I do know this, have been thoroughly infiltrated by white by white supremacists up in Canada. There's a lot of neo Nazis running around out there, because of course you know anti you know vaccine stuff goes hand in hand with white supremacy, yep. all that kind of shit. So there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. So what else has been happening? But yeah, the uh, <clears throat> well, they're. Uh, they're still talking about the fact that they're, they're still thinking that Russia's going to invade Ukraine. It still doesn't happen. Probably still won't. Right. Yeah. The funny part is, if you ask Russians and Ukrainians, they're, they're like, no, there's not going to be a war. What are you talking about? And the rest of the world's like, there's going to be a war any minute. It's going to happen T- next week, tomorrow, a month from now. And it never happens. It's another tactic. It, 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 Just drum up a bunch of controversy <laughs> about something that is not going to exist. And then people won't think about anything else. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's because we left Afghanistan. Yeah. Because right out of Afghanistan, there's got to be some kind of war. So first it's, what's China fucking doing over here with Taiwan? And now it's, what's Russia doing with Ukraine? we got to be mad at somebody. got to start a war somewhere. Yeah, because if, you know? if we look in the mirror for a second, shit is going to fly. <laughs> so we it's we got to blame somebody else real quick. It's true. I mean, that's the, the beginning every... of COVID was all just blame China for everything. That's all it was. It wasn't like, hey, there's a disease that's killing people. Let's fix our problems. It's, oh, China caused this. That's why we're dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. One of the craziest arguments I heard was, oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Oh, yeah, free health care here in America and China wins. Like, wait, how? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's the great thing. I- I've said that sometimes. It's a great thing about debating or trying to make a point when you're on the right is it doesn't have to make any sense at all you can say that and people will be like yeah this guy knows what he's talking about and then you're like but wait what does that mean and then they're like look at this sheeple over here not even understanding what china's doing to us wow okay and that's all they have to do you don't have to have any logic or reason when you make any claim well, guys, we saw this last week with Representative Thomas Massey, who said over 70% of Americans who died with COVID died on Medicare, and people want Medicare for all? It's it's almost as if he doesn't understand what Medicare is. Oh <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing to bet he does not know what Medicare is at all. But the thing is, like you said, Seth, there's no logic. It's just you say whatever you want. Exactly. You it say it, matter. it's out there. Everyone who already agrees with you just agrees with you more. And the people who don't agree with you can't attack you at all because you don't have to have anything to back up anything you say at all. Yep. And it's frustrating. And, and the even worse part is that uh, Biden and all the people supposedly on our side aren't going to do shit. Yeah, exactly. No. <sighs> Before Super Bowl, I saw, I saw a spot on TV, like an ad, not even an ad. Uh, editorial almost by Jim Gaffigan, the comedian. Did y'all see this? Y'all probably didn't. I didn't see it, no. He was talking about how America needs Super Bowl. We, we need we need two teams to root for because they've done that in an hour or whatever. Yeah. And he said that because America, America is not two sides that are right and wrong. It's two sides of different realities. There's uh, people who are right versus people who are right. And I'm like, no, Jim. 
there's those folks who are wrong in this. You don't you don't have to think that because they think they're right, they are right. Yeah. The Nazis thought they were right too. All right, they don't mean they were. Is a weird a weird way to phrase yeah. it. I think I've realized that comedians aren't always smart. Nope. Some of them, like Jim Gaffigan, I'm sure um, he's just kind of a, a well-meaning dude, but he's not who yeah. I'm going to go through for my political analysis. One comedian, however, has completely lost all goodwill with me. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it's, it is the one, if you told me, maybe even three or four years ago, this was going to happen, I'll be like, no way. You're crazy. No. But Dave Chappelle has pretty much, is pretty much over in my mind. He has, not only did his latest special say a bunch of just random shit out of nowhere, and then he just refused to apologize, and then he went to that high school and started telling tuba players they weren't shit for some reason, but now he has gotten an affordable housing uh, development, ran out of his the town he, he lives in, because he said that his, his corporation is three times bigger than this housing development. And if they want to keep his business, they'll kick out the affordable housing and the city fucking did it. So Dave Chappelle has effectively taken homes away from people who can't normally afford homes because affordable housing developments are getting rarer and rarer um, in this country. And it's crazy that he took one out um, from people who probably really need a home. Yeah. Yeah. That video where he comes out and he says, how dare you make me audition for you? Just the height of arrogance to, ah, uh, what happened to Dave Chappelle, man? I, know. I just feel like if you showed Dave Chappelle from Killing Them Softly and the Chappelle show, that clip, he'd be like, well, that guy's an asshole. But in the, he, he became, became, he became himself from the Oprah skit, but not even funny. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's just he's just shitty rich Dave Chappelle, but there's no it's no funny to it. It's just it's just asshole. It's just all he is. Yeah. And I, I, I still watch Killing Them Softly like once a year, just to remind myself that there was once a guy who could make an hour of the best stand up ever under whatever he is now. And it, it it's just I'm gonna go ahead and say and his it. name wasn't Cat Williams. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Skinny Dave Chappelle way better than muscular Dave Chappelle. Skinny Dave Chappelle was where it was at. That guy it's was true. hilarious. And Dave Chappelle is just a, a a man who has lost his way, in my opinion. I don't I don't think there's much saving him at this point. Damn. Can we talk about the common theme of like comedians who are who they get their money and they always seem to be on the right side of politics. Not like mm-hmm. the correct side, like mm-hmm. the right wing of politics. You yeah. got Joe Rogan, who's got his fucking podcast, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Freaking who's Jerry that? Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Freaking, who's that um, other dude? It's like, I cannot remember his name. I mean, Bill Maher is a good example. Bill Maher is a great example. Um, Dennis Leary. Dennis same, Leary like, yeah. same fucking the thing. The main theme here... Um, is that it's it's money a lot of the times. Yeah. A lot of times they they get there. Um, I mean, Dave Chappelle made a joke about it when he was on SNL right after Trump got elected. He was like, I was so excited to see um, like a black guy be president with Barack Obama, but he was a Democrat and that I just got all my money, so all the taxes got taken out. And I was just like, is this really the joke you want to make? Like, yeah, he took your taxes, but you're still a multi-millionaire. You make more money than most people will ever dream of. What do you right. care about taxes, my man? 
Well, the thing is, it's like every single person who gets rich, they, they go right. I mean, look, another person who's gone down the fucking uh, anti-trans train is fucking J.K. Rowling, yep. who... I'm not sure what her politics were before she was rich, but now she is rich. She is a shitbag. Yep. Like, of the highest order. It's like if you, once you get famous and you get rich, you just, you start protecting the bag. And that requires you throwing everybody under the bus, pretty much. Man, look at this hip lingo on on Smith. <laughs> protecting the bag? Yeah, sure. It looks like you understood the assignment, my man. Oh, man. I don't know what that means, but all right. Okay, you're not that hip then. I mean, and by hip, I mean something that was famous five months ago. I was, I was too advanced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me there, man. I'm, I'm just not catching up on things like dabbing. All right, oh, so you gotta give, oh, gotta give oh, you're not here. catching Good, up. Yeah. <laughs> dabbing you missed, is, you missed the dabbing is dabbing. in its grave. So that's how folks something strange in the grocery store the other, other day when I dabbed. At the, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure there are other reasons, but that's definitely. Yeah, you were butt naked, by the way. That was, <laughs> and I had a full, had a full gas mask yeah, on, fully too. erect that's as well. Problem. That was yep, very I'm weird. Here. How could I not be, Seth? The deals were so good. His dabbing boners. God damn it. Why? I scanned my little fucking rewards card to say $5. I dab the boner. Who cares? <laughs> this is, that's my celebration. But yeah. There are people who get to a level of success and are still pretty okay people. I would say that Danny DeVito is a good example of that. He's not as rich as somebody like Dave Chappelle, but he's obviously a very well-off guy. He's been in yeah. movies and TV for 30 years, 40 years now. And he is still a very, very like union, a pro-union, anti-racism guy. He is he's big on those things. So it's possible. And then Danny there's Glover. Danny Glover. And then there's also the slew of rich people and like celebrities who just try as hard as they can to never talk about politics ever. <laughs> and yeah, that is true. it. For some of them, probably the safer route because they probably have terrible, terrible views on the world. <laughs> Yeah. Like uh, Evangeline Lilly pretty recently, who was uh, an anti-vaxxer, which Disney just knows how to pick him, apparently. Yeah. I don't think that she's concerned. I think she's just an idiot. That's Like Gwyneth Paltrow is an idiot. Oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is just... She's not an <laughs> idiot. She's crazy. <laughs> but they're both rich, so they're exactly. all <laughs> That's true. They got that Disney money. You know, they can say whatever they want. Gwyneth Paltrow is... Actually, she's not stupid or crazy. She's a genius because she knows how to... Uh, get money out of people who are much poorer than her for candles that smell like her vagina. Which is such a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, the thing is, I, I think that she is crazy, but also a genius. Yeah. Because I, from what I've heard from in people, other people, she believes the shit that she's saying rather than she's just saying it to make money. Yeah. I think she actually does buy into the shit she's saying, which some people don't. You know, some folks are just saying it, you know, to, to, to get money and get by. But some folks huff their own farts, and yeah. she's one of them. I mean, you know who sells the best snake oil? Who's that? A snake. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying. He got me there, didn't he? Damn. I'm just saying. <laughs> Never finished a show called Russian Dolls. How about Donald Trump? Um, oh, God. I'm just, I'm just learning how to say it as fast as possible so I can just get it out there. So, someone else made that joke on a different fucking... Inc- don't even know you or have heard of you, and it made me furious they claim they didn't get it from me i didn't ask but they fucking uh it's okay all you redditors and something awful users you can tell me you can give credit to me okay nice i know that i'm the originator i guess technically their joke was it should be a show about donald trump strippers uh but you know close enough called russian doll yeah Uh, that's okay yeah i yeah, gentleman yeah, six. It works. 
But guys, we should talk about uh, Joe Rogan. Marcus, you mentioned him a minute ago. Oh, fucking fucking uh, got like a hundred and some episodes of this podcast removed from Spotify because he said the N word. Right. Yep. And had been saying it a lot, apparently. I did not know that. Yeah, that's Just, the weirdest thing. Is I was surprised at how often it was said. Just out of nowhere. Just out of pocket. Just says the N word. Every, every episode at some point. I was very surprised that we haven't. This hasn't happened earlier. And also, I canceled my Spotify subscription over this. I was, I was one of those people who was fucking tired of Joe Rogan being on the podcast, being on the platform. Yeah, it's just so weird because like my entire life, I was pretty much trained to, like, if you hear the N word, you're like, fuck, who said it? And you're just like, oh god, it's like I can't imagine being in a situation where someone says it. I just, I'm just sit there. I'm like, yeah, all right, sure. All right. Every time I'm like, oh wait, hold on. What's happening? Yeah. I'm, so like, the fact that he said it so many times. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan has said the N word more than I have. A black man, <laughs> <laughs> which is infuriating. It's it's very it's possible. So and folks are like, oh, but he was quoting someone, and I'm like, <laughs> that quoting only gets you so far. That is the goddamn third grade excuse. Why does right? he find? How does he find that many quotes that have the N word in them? Please, how? Just, I mean, Seth. It wouldn't be that hard if you're really, really trying. You can quote it a like lot. A like, I guess if you're quoting years. songs, but like, how many just regular like inspirational quotes have the N word in them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> inspirational quotes with the N word. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what what he was quoting, but I can't imagine you just every episode you have to find a way to quote the N word. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Like, he's even just if you're quoting himself and throwing. <laughs> yeah. Even if your own, if your podcast was like, where's you in the fucking right-wing neo-Nazi watch? What do they say this week? You probably still couldn't get it enough, right? You'd probably find other slurs at some point. Funny thing all is, do you know how many right-wing neo-Nazi watch podcasts there are? It's crazy. Every week I feel like I see a Twitter clip of some uh, random guy who has a podcast who is just insane. And it just has a swatch like a painted on his nipples and it's just saying oh. the N-word for five minutes straight. And I'm like, wow, yeah. this is crazy. At that point, it's performance art. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about <laughs> yeah. it there. It's like, what are you even doing anymore? Um, but yeah, I just, Joe Rogan just, I mean, I don't personally get the appeal of the Joe Rogan Me podcast. Maybe uh, at one point like, it was like kind of an interesting podcast, but all the stuff I see now is just like, it, it's just like he's going through the motions and he just says, hey, do this, do this. This guy talks for five minutes and then, I don't know, it's just weird to me. Right. I think, I think the appeal of the Joe Rogan podcast is like, what's that? That stupid, the stupid logic of like having two sides on equal footing. So, like, you've got one side who wants to, I don't know, increase taxes on the rich so we can afford health care and yeah. affordable housing. And then the other side's like, whoa, whoa, China's going to love that. Why would you, why yeah, would you endorse such kids. a thing? What are you talking about? Really? This is oppression. Okay, <laughs> okay Margaret. So, that's I thought you were talking about, like, two sides equal like two idiots talking with their own podcast. No, no, no. Two no. complete morons. But, you know, what, what Marcus is saying is true. Joe Rogan makes a claim yeah. all the time that he's like, oh, I have everybody on. And then I'm like, yeah, that's true. And like he had Bernie Sanders on one time and I was like, oh, Joe Rogan's kind of cool. He was agreeing with what Bernie Sanders said. But then he had Jordan Peterson on and agreed with everything he said. So I just think that Joe Rogan disagrees with everyone on everything. And yeah. it makes and it and it just makes the crazy people seem more reliable than the sane people. Right. 
But the thing that makes the Joe, thing that people like about Joe Rogan, at least his crowd, is the alpha male mentality. That's what they love about it, and that that's just his, the whole thing they do. Is he an alpha male? Is that the perception of him? They talk. I mean, the, at least Joe Rogan fans. I have I have infiltrated the Joe Rogan subreddit at points <laughs> to see what they talk about, and they do they do seem. I'm not sure if he portrays this, but they seem to have a very alpha male. You know, this is you know I'm, I have to. I have to eat three steaks a day, buddy, just to stay alive, you know? That kind of mentality. And I feel like it, he breathes, I mean, he's, he, you know, he's a big UFC guy. He's into like the yeah, yeah, yeah. quote unquote masculine stuff. So I think it just kind of, you kind of find that crowd by being that guy. Right. And if these are I'm the same not... people who, who thought like Donald Trump was a fucking alpha male, Joe Rogan's literally a step That's up. true. Like, Joe Rogan is Zeus compared to Donald Trump. <laughs> I guess I'm just not a very alpha guy because I find most of that shit just stupid. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Things that he says and does are just idiot. It's idiotic insanely stupid. And that um, makes us beta cucks, man. <laughs> uh, because he's just a, I mean, I, you can argue, yes, being stupid is a masculine trait, sure, but he just seems like stupid in a way that's not even fun. It's just like I'm an idiot who says, what? Uh huh, and asks like questions all the time and never lets anything penetrate into his brain and settle. Yeah. So I don't see. I don't know. I don't consider him to be an alpha. Not that alpha means anything. It's all bullshit. But, like, it doesn't never hit me as that. It's so weird. If you ever want to have a lot of fun, you should go look up um, the alpha versus sigma males debates on the internet. Oh, my God. They are crazy. It's like they're, arguing, they're all just saying the same thing <laughs> back at each other. But they're mad for some reason. And I have no idea why. Um, it's really the funny. sigma male is a definite, an interesting new development in the in the yeah they culture. keep they're inventing new letters of the Greek alphabet so they can be <laughs> better than the next guy. I'm a boople male exactly. That's right. Oh god. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's like it's so funny to me because the whole alpha and omega stuff was completely destroyed by the guy who came up with it. You know, 20 years ago, he was like, "Yeah, I was wrong." I was looking at wolves in captivity, not ones in the wild. It was completely different in, in the wild. No one listens to that. Again, when they faced with facts, people will refuse to change their personal views. So It's true. Oh, it's like it's Pluto a planet. You know, a lot of yeah. folks used to accept that idea that maybe it's not a planet anymore, that we could science could be wrong, it could change our minds. I mean the best example is that when Christopher Columbus came here, he called everyone Indians. And we mm. still call them Indians to this day, even though this was not India, clearly. <laughs> So, yeah. That's true. We found that out pretty quickly in the scale of things. Why the f- why did we let him get away with that? Why are we still doing this? Why did this? he think India was in that direction anything? Why did he think that? <laughs> well, he thought he thought the earth was was smaller oh, than it actually yeah, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. He thought everything was so small. When the literal church already knew it was bigger than that. They're like, "No, we've done we actually have accepted the evidence." The measurements but, are, are wrong. He didn't accept that because when faced with facts, he didn't change his personal True. beliefs. And they still said, you know what? Fuck off. Take the boat and go. Whatever yeah. happens, happens. We don't care. Oh, shit. People used to do whatever yeah, they it, wanted. It was crazy. That's true. Well, as long as they were white. Dude. Yeah. Well, like, think about it. Just like 80 years ago, you could kill a man and then go move to a different town and get a new name and be like, hi, I'm his fucking Charles yeah. now. And I'm, I'm, I'm from a different state entirely. You could take a man's dog tags and say, I'm Don Draper, and then now you're a millionaire. (laughs) I mean, that's just what you could do. You need to move that far. You could just move a couple towns over. (laughs) They'd be like, this is a a closed case. (laughs) Don't know where the guy could have gone. In 19-fucking-11, no one would have found your ass ever. You could have lived your entire life out three towns down. No one ever knew. So different, a different world we live in now today, you know? 
people could do anything back then, you know? Yeah, I got the, I always get this depressing thing where when I was growing up, if I was like if something was like eighty years ago, I would always just subtract mm-hmm. from like two thousand because it was around that time. So I was like, oh, nineteen twenty. Man, I used to eighty years ago and I'm like, it's twenty twenty two, man. That's like it, oh. it's not even I can't do the same subtraction. So <laughs> man, that sucks. Yeah, you're it's right. It's the forties now. You're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even I, I even in the forties you could probably still do anything. You could probably do it in the forties. Yeah. Right? Man. But if it was like 1877 and you were a bloodthirsty psychopath, you could wander off into the wilderness and just start killing people in yeah. farmhouses and who the fuck would ever catch you? Yeah, you'd become a, a legend we were, and they would write books about <laughs> you. Right. There's an ice cream store in my state named Jack the Dipper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even making that up. Like He's immortalized in an ice cream store where children, families <laughs> go in and have ice cream cones together. That ice cream better be amazing. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Some of the best oh, ice cream I've had around here. Can, can you get us some? It's, I want some Jack the Dipper. It's killer. Ah! It's like if I open a fucking... <laughs> it's to die for. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> I'm going to open a goddamn a restaurant on my own called, called uh, John Wayne Gravy. I'm going to fucking show <laughs> Homemade gravy out of it. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my fucking, it'll be no clowning around. Um, something I wanted for Ted Bundy. What do we got? Ted's. Oh, I'll make a, a garment store in Ted's undies. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you could do that. So, yeah, that's. Jack the Dipper is such a. <laughs> insensitive name it really is prostitutes from 100 years ago he did some real fucked up shit to a bunch of women and we're just like he oh, did bring your kids it's ice cream time i don't know <laughs> weird it's like that it's like that fucking video game that came out uh called oh fuck seth marcus yeah, i don't know this fucking video title, game man. no it was called it's called fuck seth uh, marcus how have we not played <laughs> <this>? really <laughs> you really should have are we yeah. getting royalty checks it was like a. It was like supposed to be an American take on a JRPG, but it referenced a real woman, a real life woman's death in it. Oh God, what was it called? God of I'm War. This. Vamp. Vamp. No, shut oh, up. Okay. <laughs> God of War. Speaking vamp. of Vamp, Marcus, who's your favorite vampire? My favorite vampire is probably uh, Alucard from Shit, Shit, Twilight. Shit. No, ew. Shit. <laughs> It's a Netflix show, Castlevania. Alley it's Cat. also a very famous video game from yeah, that years before the Netflix I show. Didn't, I didn't play much of the game. I watched the show, which okay. is fucking Is sick. that show good? I haven't checked it out. It's pretty fucking good. Okay. Animation is solid. It's, it's The story is, like, serious, but it has its, like, funny beats. It's one of those things where, like, Netflix makes so much shitty, shitty, shitty shit. But all every once in a while, there's, like, an incredible gem. Like Arcane or like Castlevania or something where it's just like, wait, they can make this? Why aren't they doing this more? I mean, that's how they like started, right? They were watching all the things we watch, crammed yeah. it all together into to things they think we'll like. Yeah. I mean, the, first, the reason they made the show House of Cards was because they found out that people on Netflix were watching a lot of pit- political dramas, a lot of movies directed by David Fincher, and a lot of movies starring America's favorite boy, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and they made a show out of it. And it worked. 
hell yeah. Oh my god. And and they are not taking advantage of their... Like, all the info they get from our watch history and shit. Why aren't they like... They can potentially guide the things we watch. Yeah, they can like, potentially make stuff that's actually good. Instead right. of red notice. <laughs> and I'm just like... Jesus, like... Honestly, honestly, if there were competent people in charge of, like, companies in the government, we would have been taken over already. Like That's true. In essence, I feel like we already have, because we've essentially lost control of the government. We've lost control of ourselves. Right. (laughs) It's it's a real shithouse right now. Okay, Smith has had a revelation. I found it. It's called Fucking Yick, a postmodern RPG. Yick? Yeah, I never heard Yick. of that one. Y I I K or whatever, and it's a dog shit video game and references tastelessly the real life death of a woman named Lisa Lamb. Y'all may have seen the video of this woman in an elevator and she she acts real fucking weird in the elevator. She like she like peeks out several times, yeah. like hits buttons randomly, and they found her in a water a water reservoir on top of the t- building dead oh, three days later. They reference her actual death in the video game as like a joke. I'm looking at this game has a 1.9 out of 5 on GOG. Too high. It also looks pretty shitty. It is is very shitty. Wow. Because the the main character is the developer of the game. It just just is him. He put himself in the video game as the main character. I mean, it's all about how he's right and cool. That's weird. Very weird, but yes. So, I knew it in my brain this had happened. Yik, a postmodern RPG. Uh, Don't play it, it's bad. I'm sorry, guys. Well, it was on my Steam wish list. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I'm like, you know that all press is good press, right? Someone's gonna gonna find that game and just give it two stars just to spite you. I disagree with that idea that all press is good press. I think that there definitely can be uh, press that is just bad. True, but this thing that I had no idea existed, you have put into my fucking sight line. And I'm Mm going to go... Give it five stars for no reason. Don't yeah. do that, Michael. <laughs> I will say, I don't think that all press is good press, but I do think that that is often, or that is correct more often than it should be. Because I feel like there's very few times mm, yeah. where I've seen truly, truly bad press. Because a lot of people, like the, whole, like the whole idea of like canceling and stuff, like it never, it very, very rarely happens as a person actually get canceled. Mm. So it's like, yeah, what what does press even do at this point? If if we can't even like get rid of people who who are in the public eye, what's the point? That's true. I was, I'm just saying. Do you think that Subway Jared had good press? Yeah, that, that's that a very good example of of <laughs> bad press. Do you think his comeback tour is happening at some point? You know. Oh God, uh, <laughs> that might be premature. Ah. Oh. You get it? You motherfucker. You get it? I'm waiting for Marcus <laughs> to get it. There we go. Okay. Damn it. I just want... Because I think Paul, Paul Rubens came back, right? He got, he got to come back. Yeah. But all he really did was masturbate in the theater. Yeah. That's, and it was theater for masturbating. So why are you so mad at him? You know, I don't understand. Well, Subway is doing the um, Eat Fresh Refresh. I'm not sure if you've heard of this. <laughs> um, I have not. They've actually... Apparently, they just decided to spend all the money they had left on getting mm-hmm. all of the most famous athletes in the world to do a commercial for them. Because they had a commercial with Steph Curry, Tom Brady, uh, Serena Williams, and Megan Rapinoe, all in one commercial. So I imagine wow. they, had to, they just spent all the capital they had left on the Eat Fresh Refresh and are hoping that it's going to save the restaurants. We'll see. 
It should be the subway, eat fresh, refresh, and clear your browsing history. <laughs> eat fresh, Delete your cache. Eat fresh. I was going to say refresh your cache. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that's interesting. I never thought that... Uh, I never thought of Subway as a as a as a business. I always thought of it as an institution. It just kind of existed. You yeah, they were like everywhere at one point. Like the post office, you could go. There would always be a Subway within spinning distance yes. of you at some. And point, there were several you know? twenty-four hour ones in the area we all went to college. Marcus, how many times did we fucking drag our asses <laughs> into fucking Subway about one a.m. looking for a sandwich and some cookies? More than you know, Jesus Christ! I spent. So I love much when they money. Oh, sorry, good. I love when they would do the, they'd have like the 12 cookies in a plate, but it's all like cookies that are like one or two days old. I'd still eat mm-hmm. the hell out of them though. Because it would be like 12 of them for like $3. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah. that. Insane. This is a college town, sir. You might as well be fucking serving out gold yeah. on plates, you know, come on. Uh, I went I went there so often, I actually had someone put cookies on my sandwich one time. You, they put terrible. cookies on your sandwich? Yes, like... Right there. What did that have to do with going there a lot? They just trusted you to make the right decision? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this was clearly not the right decision. They were like, maybe this guy figured something out. <laughs> no. I like this idea that this is a super secret at Subway. You can get cookies on your sandwich, but only if you really, really trust the customer. Like, you gotta really know this person first. Listen, After no, your 500 order, trust. they give you like a secret handshake, and if you do it, they'll put cookies on the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure <laughs> these are the nuclear <laughs> options sir order cookies and put them on the sandwich yourself to test no, no, this no. out so i needed look- to involve someone else in this horrible decision that makes it better so you looked crazy yes i may have been high at the time as well <laughs> possibly and so the pope says that's my leg <laughs> Damn, Seth, that was a funny-ass joke. I sure hope it didn't get lost because of some crazy technical error. Uh, I know. Oh. I know. One of the so funniest jokes we've ever said, I think, really. Thank Honestly. You, thank you, thank you. The fact that it took 15 minutes to lead up to the, the punchline, <laughs> really, I, you had to work for it. And you know what? I respect that. Yeah. So, boys, you know what? Good things it. come to those who wait. Let's talk about the things we've been, we've been doing recently. You know? Okay. In our, in our lives. Seth, you want to go first? Sure. I have been doing a bunch of nothing, kind of. Um, me and my wife have bought a or buying a house, and that takes pretty much all your time. We got one now, so I've been back to doing stuff. I read this book called um, Recursion by Blake Crouch. It's a very interesting book. It's a little outside of my regular reading because I kind of read mostly, you know, like fantasy and sci-fi. And it's definitely a science fiction book. But it's 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 got more like thriller and you know the sci-fi stuff is pretty low key. It's more about like a bunch of characters, which is cool. It was actually a really good book. I ended up like I was like halfway done with the book on Sunday or on Saturday, and then Sunday I read 170 pages just all in one morning because I was so, I was so excited to see what was going to happen. So that was a pretty good book, um, and it's a very very reminiscent of the show Devs if you guys have ever seen that show it was it was very similar to that show kind oh, the of show was set up the show with multiple dev patels that was pretty interesting or like he had extra t- or multiple characters from master of none yeah um because <laughs> his name is dev i remember yeah yeah 
So that was a pretty good book. And then other than that, I've just been watching The Righteous Gemstones and Euphoria, which are both fun. And I'm desperately searching for a video game that's going to make me happy because I have not played a single video game in like two weeks. It has made me happy at all. So if you guys have any good suggestions besides Monster Hunter Rise, let me know. Fresh out of those, Seth, unfortunately. It's all Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, but yeah, been kind of boring oh. around here for me. But what you guys been up to? Uh, well, I guess I'll go. Um, Monster Hunter Rise, obviously. Doing a lot of that. <clears throat> Having fun with that. Play a little Lost Ark. Uh, pretty pretty uh, fun, uh, very smooth combat game. I kind of wish it was more of an ARPG, less of an MMO. But, you know, we'll take what we can get, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. I also got back onto watching some anime, and I, in a single day, powered through season five of My Hero Academia, which was all right, but I thought the ending kind of flagged a little bit. I didn't care about all the villain stuff and what they were doing. I was more interested in the students doing weird stuff with their powers. I didn't really care about the bad guy and his army. He's growing. Um, I was also I also started watching. Demon Slayer, the second season, because that's been pretty good uh, so far. Really, I love the animation on that show. It's beautifully uh, done. Uh, every every episode looks pretty pretty rad. Um, what's the what's the sell for Demon Slayer? Because of, of the crop of anime I've seen lately, it's the one I'm most interested in maybe trying out. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the selling point on that show? A uh, young boy leaves home to sell charcoal in town. Comes back, his whole family's been killed by a demon, which is another word for a vampire for them, basically. They have special powers uh, on top of being vampires. His sister is turned into a vampire, and the show become, wow. be- becomes about him trying to both protect his his sister and learn how to hunt demons so that he can get revenge for his family, who were killed by Michael Jackson. Um, so that's basically the pitch for the, Wait for the story. Hold up. I'm now incredibly interested the main demon slayer. The, the original demon, the like the progenitor of all demons, just looks like Michael Jackson. There's no other way to put it. He is Does he go he he and say Shimon? He does not so far. Okay. He, he everything else by Michael Jackson. And the other, the other anime I watched was one that I was recommending, which is kinda kinda about something normal. Because if you know you, you mostly read sci fi and fantasy and I mostly yeah. watch like again action adventure type stuff in terms when it comes to anime. This one was mm-hmm. called is called um, My Dress Up Darling, which is an interesting show about uh, 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 a guy who helps a girl fulfill her dreams of being a cosplayer because he can sew and also learns other stuff along, along the way. And it was very interesting to me because um, I think it was a very cute show. I liked it, but also there's a lot of like technical information about how to actually do cosplay in the show. And I actually read the manga because I like the show so much. And there's even more where they're like, they go into like serious detail about like the, the behind the scenes of how people do cosplay that I didn't know about. So it's pretty interesting. A lot, a lot of uh, detailed information in there. So it's pretty cool. And other than that, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn because I'm preparing for Forbidden West this Friday. Um, so nice. Before that, that's been me. Marcus. I <laughs> I was also watching uh, Demon Slayer, but I am towards the end of the third season, which, oh, things getting hype and crazy, and I don't want to spoil it. There's a third season? Well, you've got the movie, and then the movie 
goes right into the third season. Entertainment District. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching that. Oh, you're watching that right now? Okay, yeah, I'm, thought... I'm, I'm in the big fight scene. One, two, movie. Okay, fourth season, then. I guess, te- yeah, whatever. Because the movie is just a, just the okay, movie. Okay, you said part. second season and you said fourth season. Right, because I'm counting. Who, who, I'm which counting one of you is right? As the third season. Because it's, it's. Why would that be a third? What's the second season? Why would it be a season? Because <laughs> the first season it goes, of it is 24 episodes I'm on Netflix. I'm just going by so that's the chronology, all. all right? So, mm, I forgot where the, the first season stopped. It's like so Smith, you're just working in random order? I guess. I thought it was like 24 <laughs> episodes of the first season. 24, okay. Mugen, yeah, I forgot. Mugen Train is the first, Mugen Train is the first, first arc of season two. Entertainment District is the second arc of season yeah, two. I, I just take it in chunks. So the first 24, first season. Second season uh-huh. is the movie because it just continues the chain. So yeah, yeah. season three. <laughs> okay. Sure. That's, that's my brain of it. I know it's wrong, but fuck it. Maybe you're right. I don't know. And you guys wonder why I find anime confusing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm also watching Demon Slayer, and um, <laughs> I did see this strange, like Chinese animation called "The Daily Life of an Immortal King" on Netflix. Oh. And I'm just like I'm, I'm giving it a shot. It's a uh, it's another uh, power fantasy of some super strong protagonists just trying to lay low, kind of like a One Punch, but you know, it's it's mostly goofy. So I'm I'm enjoying that ride. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Chinese anime. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a name for it. I don't know what it is though. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I've also been playing Monster Hunter. And Lost Ark uh, picked up uh, an artillery character, so I've got huge gun, shooting missiles all over the place, blowing enemies into chunks. Nice. So is Lost is it is Lost Ark is it fun? Is it like a good good experience for someone who doesn't play MMOs? Personally, I'm I'm kind of iffy on it right now. I'm just like wrapping uh-huh. my head around the combat. It does look good. It looks great. It's pretty simple. I don't know. That's cool. I'm going to spend some more time with it, and I'll give you a more definitive answer. Okay. Yeah, I'll say that one thing about it that's different from most is each area has a gimmick to it, in a way. Because there's one area where you have to, like, constantly be doing, like, Alice in Wonderland-style shrinking and growing potions to go to places. Because it has a weird thing where some places are smaller than others or whatever to get into them, which is pretty interesting. Um... Most MMOs don't do stuff like that, which is, I think, a pretty neat way of doing it. And I will say that you don't have to actually do any group content for the most part. It is, uh, you can solo the dungeons. Um, it'll, just, it'll scale it down, you know, to your capability. There's also, there's also no Trinity. There's no there's no tank, healer, DPS. It's everyone just does whatever they, they, they do, basically. And basically you take turns blowing up packs of enemies in dungeons, which is pretty cool. However, the story is absolute dog shit nonsense garbage. Turn that shit off as soon as you can. It is incomprehensible. And poorly, poorly translated. You can't just have one woman voice all the female characters. I'm sorry. It doesn't work. It's not It's not good. It's great for the budget, though. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, that's something else I did. I forgot to mention. I've been, I haven't watching, been watching it very quickly at all. But I have watched... The first three episodes of The Legend of Vox Machina, mm-hmm. which is the animation or animated show they made out of um, the Critical Role podcast of 
D&D, whatever. And it's actually pretty good. The first two episodes kind of misled me as to what the show would be about. But then the th- third episode is pretty good. And it's got some incredible voice acting by Gray Griffin in the third episode, which really pulled me into the to some of the villains. So that show is actually pretty fun. But yeah, the first two episodes are a little misleading, I'd say. Okay. Or at least just the, fir- the first one episode is misleading. Mm-hmm. The second episode kind of puts things into motion. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, when is our podcast going to get an animated show? <laughs> it's going to take a few years. And who is going to play Marcus? <laughs> oh, no. Idris Elba. Obviously. Well, obviously. Idris Elba, yeah. The only I'll be, choice. I'll be probably like, I don't know, who's who's the most like me in Hollywood? I don't know, Matthew McConaughey? Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Smith, you'll probably be like, I don't know, Jason Alexander. I was going to say that you always have just Seth Green. I mean, that's the closest person to you. Has, he has <laughs> pretty good. your name. Very, yeah. a very actually, sim- Smith, actually, I have a better one for Smith. Bill Cosby. Oh. <laughs> I was always saying, thinking I was more as a Kevin Spacey type, really. You know, Kevin get, Spacey, get he, might, he might capture your, your intensity. <laughs> yeah, if he we, if we dye his hair red, you know, he could do it, I think. You put him yeah. on a wig, I suppose. Oh, my God. <sighs> we got to end this podcast. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this has been uh, the Illennials podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter uh, at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write about movies, television, books, video games on indistinct-chatter.io. And I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I casually do art for the podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's a frequent guest on the show, and he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling, and they're from the South. If, if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse water, but you can't make it under it. Fuck the government. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, capitalism is the cause of all of your problems. Uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lenials Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Yes.